Hi, I'm Krista. Welcome to Dumb Hot Mom. What's up, dummies and hotties? Welcome back to another episode of Dumb Hot Mom, where we celebrate where we are now and reminisce about where we were then. Thank you so much to everyone who came out to the Barbie movie event. It was so good to see you. It was so good to dress up and to go meet a bunch of fun girlies. We're connecting. Oh, um, there was gentlemen there too. I'm so sorry. I almost forgot about you. Um, but it's so fun to meet and connect. And we are just building up the f- most fun, cute little community. And I absolutely love it. Thank you so much for coming and being there. Today, we are talking about Celebrity True Crime Edition, and I am so excited to get into that later on in the episode with you. First up, we have our announcements and, of course, food news, so let's go ahead and dive right into that. First, you guys, mustard-flavored Skittles. Disgusting, right? An absolute travesty? Don't worry. We might be safe from it because Skittles is only producing them in a small amount to be handed out on August 5th for National Mustard Day. The poor, poor cities that this is going to will be D.C., Atlanta, and New York. So if you are anywhere around one of those, be on highest alert for mustard Skittles on August 5th. Be aware. Peace and blessings. Next up. For food news, would you like free Subway for life? Well, all you have to do is legally change your name to Subway and then magically be picked from a hat or whatever they're doing. So picked from a drawing of people who change their name to Subway to get free Subway for life. So that's all you have to do. I It's going to be a pass from me, but thank you so much. Um... Changing your name takes so much effort, first of all, that it is just not even remotely worth it to me. But if it's remotely worth it to you, go ahead and change your name over. Hopefully you'll win the drawing, as if changing your name isn't enough commitment. And uh, I hope I hope you win. I hope you win. Next up, Taco Bell is taking a fun spin on the popular Mexican dish, Barrera Tacos. Barrera? Barrera? (laughs) Shoot. Um, Barrera Tacos. So what they're doing is they are taking the Barrera Tacos. They're adding a little bit of extra cheese. They're calling it a grilled cheese style Barrera or uh, Quesabarrera. I speak Spanish. I'm bilingual. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Bilingual. She's a bilingual queen, but the kid didn't even say that right. So where were we? Okay. (laughs) All right. The dipping taco. That's right. Ooh, my mouth is watering already. It is going to be available nationwide starting August 3rd. It sounds delish and you know that I'm getting it and we'll give it a try. Today, I want to introduce a new tiny little baby segment called 
current pop culture quick fix. And this pop culture quick fix is where I go over a few things, maybe one or two, that are going on in the world currently. Because we all know the Dumb Hot Mom is about things that happened 15 years ago. (laughs) But today, we are going over Ari and Ethan Slater. Okay, here are the deets. Let's lay out the timeline. Here we go. July 17th, headlines come out that Ariana Grande and Dalton Gomez separate. July 20th, three days later for those paying attention at home, People Magazine reports that Ari is dating Wicked co-star Ethan Slater. There's a movie adaptation of Wicked coming out soon in the next like year or two, depending on how long the writer's strike takes, right? And these two have fallen in love, apparently. Who is Ethan Slater, you might ask? Well, let me tell you. Ethan Slater is an actor, okay? He's a singer. He has done sitcoms, dramas, you know, he's been, he's done TV shows, little side characters, little extras here and there, but he's, his big claim to fame is SpongeBob SquarePants on Broadway. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a boba sponha for those uh, Spanish speakers out there, the bilingual girlies like unto myself. Uh, boba sponha is basically all I remember from my eighth grade Spanish class. So, all right, sorry, back back to the juicy details, okay? Ethan told his wife, Ethan, boba sponha, told his wife about the affair just days before the story broke for the whole world to see. Can you believe that? That is so freaking sucky. I just, oh, Ethan, 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 Ari, Ari, Ari. It's just, it's just not it for me. It's giving, you know what it's giving? It is giving torments, okay? It's giving 10th grade torments where you're in a new city or state or, or in their case country and you're flirty and it's just like new and shiny and bright and you find yourself in a fling you find yourself flung if you will and you get back to real life and you're like okay fling that was a fling it's giving fling to me and and it's it really kind of sucks for them right now because this has made such huge news ethan has left his wife and little baby uh by the way just two months ago, he was just swooning over his wife in an Instagram post. So that's how fast that this has happened. And it's just, it's just not good news, people. It's just not good news. Ari, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling icky, feeling icky about it, my girl. Um, Miss Thank You Next to the Max right now announces, you know, separation all of a sudden in a new relationship. But here's the latest with that really quickly. Saturday, July 29th. So this is yesterday. I'm recording on Sunday, the 30th right now. Ari says that she's giving Ethan time and space to sort things out with his wife and patch things up. Okay. 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 What, what, what does that mean, Ari? What does patch things up mean? Does that mean like rekindling their romance and relationship and like keeping their family together? Or does it mean like like talking it out so that they can split without 
as much drama as has happened. I, I don't know what that means, but either way, the couple, Ari and Ethan, are separated. Um, right now, they're not in the same country. The filming for Wicked has paused because of the, the writer's strike. And things are just kind of on hold. And you know what? It, it does seem messy. It seems messy. It seems complicated. Who knows what was going on in either one of their private lives, right? We don't know. We don't know. We're not here to judge. But nevertheless, here we are. Anyway, that is the current pop culture quick fix for the day. Let me know what you think of it all. Especially, Mariah, I want to know what you think about your girl, Ari. Let's get into some moments. Hey, everyone. Before we get into moments, I just have to tell you about this week's sponsor, Brick Slopes. Brick Slopes is the number one Lego fan. It sounds so freaking cool. Like, usually I'm not like a diehard Lego person, but Nathan and Charlotte and I are totally going on Friday night because it looks amazing. Okay, first of all, you've got professional Lego artists showcasing some of their most amazing creations that they've had. You have a bunch of fun things for the kids and even like for for date night. Like if you're looking for an inexpensive date night, like it sounds so freaking fun. And guess what? I have a discount code for you. So if you go to brickslopes.com, B-R-I-C-K, S-L-O-P-E-S.com, brickslopes.com, and click to buy public tickets, I can save you 10% with the discount code DHM10. Again, that's 10% off at DHM10. I hope to see you there. Again, we are going Friday night, the 25th. Hope to see you there. And yeah, thank you so much, Brick Slopes, for sponsoring today's podcast. Moments for today start off with a good old-fashioned dumb moment, and not that it's in itself a moment, but just in the uh, learning curve of being a new mom, the last couple of weeks have been like, is she teething? Is she sick? Is she, I don't know, does she have something wrapped around her little toe? You, does, did anybody else like get like super warned about like, string or hair wrapping around their little toes. I feel like I'm just like always worried about that because people brought it up so much. Anyway, just trying to figure out what the heck, <laughs> like how I can help this sweet baby. And I was visiting a friend and they were like, yeah, that's, that's kind of how it is, but you get better at guessing and you just give the baby love and attention and then it, then it's good. So that's what I'm doing. And I sure hope that Charlotte knows I'm trying my best because babies, man, it's like, you're like little tiny, little teeny tiny, cute enigmas. You just don't ever know what they're thinking. She has been super, super happy today, which is so freaking sweet. She's like giggling at the top of her lungs and belly laughs galore. It's so freaking cute. I freaking love it. Hot mom moment is... I hung out with friends this week and I just scooped her up and I took her, even though she was kind of whiny, even though she, you know, was having her clingy stage and it was kind of, you know, just an adventure, let's say. But I did it. I did it. And I'm proud of myself. You kind of, you kind of have to relearn how to do everything when you have a kid. It's like they're, the, the baby, the baby is literally learning everything. 
but I'm like a, a baby mom. I'm a baby mom and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and you just kind of like figure it out and it's okay. And we just hang out with people who just love you and support you. And it is just wonderful. Okay. Oh, I forgot we have a listener, but at least. Okay, let's do that first, and then we'll get into pop culture history, okay? For today's But At Least, we have a first first kiss story submitted by a listener, okay? Buckle up. Here we go. My first kiss story is so cringe. My parents told me they'd pay me $500 to wait until I was 16 to have my first kiss, but I had the biggest crush on the redheaded jock in my choir class. He was already 16 and I just knew it was bound to happen sooner or later. He took me and his best guy friend, who I also later dated and was his first kiss, but that's a story for another day. Get it, queen. Love to see it. Uh, Okay, back to the drive. So on this drive, two weeks before my 16th birthday, oh, I didn't realize it was two weeks before. A girl, 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 girl. Okay. Two weeks before my 16th birthday, when we got to the top, his friend suddenly bolted from the car and literally ran away and hid in some bushes. Okay. Serial killer behavior. Um, back to the story. I was so confused and felt so awkward. Yeah. The redhead dude, redheaded dude looked at me. Sorry. Sorry. The redhead dude took me to the edge of the view and we were looking over into the valley and he asked me if I was feeling lucky to which I dumbly replied, no, I'm not a very lucky person. (laughs) That is totally something I would do too. Uh, But he didn't back down and pulled a quarter from his pocket and asked again, you feeling lucky? Oh Oh, no, I'm going to throw up. Uh, You feeling lucky? Heads or tails? I picked tails and he tossed the coin in the air. I realized I was about to have my first kiss. He didn't even look at the coin and just kissed me. The kiss was, well, what I imagine most first kisses to be, to say the least. As we pulled away, he gazed into my eyes and said the cheesiest... Oh, did I skip a line? Um, all I could think... Oh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, imagine most first kisses, to say the least. All I could think about was it was like two bananas smashing together. Okay. Ew. Uh, <laughs> uh, smashing together. Okay. Sounds so good. <laughs> okay. As we pulled away, he gazed into my eyes and said the cheesiest pickup line I have ever heard. He said, oh, oh my gosh. I can't say this out loud. <laughs> uh, he said, I've got a sweet tooth and you're my buttercup. Oh my gosh. That was hard to get out. Okay. <laughs> I guess he thought that would be romantic. I still got called Buttercup to this day by friends and family just to tease me. I didn't know what to say in response, so I just kissed him again. Ah, oh, again, queen. Um, after uh, after that guy, after that guy friend popped back out of the bushes and we drove home, I told my parents and I didn't get the five hundred dollars. Truly an epically awkward first kiss. It's a funny story, but I think I'd definitely rather take that $500 today instead. <laughs> oh, homegirl, two weeks away from 500. Man, that's a good little deal. Maybe we should have that with Charlotte, but I guess it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Corny, corny redheaded jock or not. You know, good on you for making the most out of a situation and getting some smooches, but 
yeah, 500 bucks definitely, definitely sounds, sounds awesome. Thank you so much for writing in. Remember, you can write in your embarrassing story on the But At Least submission on Instagram, or you can just message me, write me a, write me a letter, pigeon carrier, no wait, smoke signals. Yeah. All of those things to get me your embarrassing story and I will read it on the podcast. Thank you so much for your submission. Let's do it. Should we? Let's do it. Let's get into pop culture history. Today, we are going to be going over a couple of different things. First, we are going to be going over people who have been arrested that you might not have known. Some of these are like obvious, but that you might not have known. Second, we are going to be diving in to Ashton Kutcher and how he helped police nab a serial killer back in 2001. Then we're going to be going over a couple of other stories about celebrities helping the police. And second, we are going to get into a story about Tim Allen, okay? Little did you know, the rascal that he was in his youth. Then we'll be going over a couple more stories with that, ending with a little bit of a funny one, and then we'll call it a day. So without further ado, let's get into it. To kick us off, I wanted to go over a list of celebrities who have been arrested, why they've been arrested. Some of these, again, you'd know, but some of them are a little bit interesting. Okay, let's go forth. Lindsay Lohan, we knew about that. Shia LaBeouf, Justin Bieber, he was arrested for vandalism. Amanda Bynes, Robert Downey Jr., Tim Allen, who we'll talk about later, Nicole Richie, Orlando Brown, that's that's Eddie from That's So Raven, not Orlando Bloom. I was kind of confused with that for a second, but it's Orlando Brown. We've got Phil Lewis, Charles S. Dutton, Vince Vaughn, Martha Stewart, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder uh, was arrested for shoplifting in 2001. Woody Harrelson, David Henry. He accidentally brought a loaded gun to the airport. Uh, dude, don't, what? How was that an accident? I, I mean, maybe it was, like, in a bag and he just, like, took it. But just, you gotta be careful with those. Those loaded guns. Come on there, David Henry. Following along on the Wizards of Waverly. Wizards of (laughs) Waverly. Wizards of Waverly place train. Jake T. Austin was also arrested. And he was arrested for a DUI at the age of 18. He never went to jail, though. He was just sentenced to 24 months probation. Debbie Ryan, now, she was famous for Sweet Life on Deck and Jesse. She was arrested and charged with driving under the influence in April 2016. She was reported to have three years probation. So didn't serve in jail, but was in probation. Mitchell Musso, the Hannah Montana actor, was arrested for a DUI. He was a 36-month probation and he paid a fine. The Lemonade Mouth actor, Adam Hicks, Jess, this is for you, was arrested for carrying out a string of armed robberies in January 2018. Can you believe? He literally just walked down the street with his girlfriend and robbed people. He took their money. He took their jewelry. He took, like, anything that he could to pawn. Just goes to show that Disney Channel original movies doesn't pay as well as it used to. I guess that's what it's teaching us. Oh, man. 
Okay, so there are all sorts of people who have been arrested. Now let's get into the story of Tim Allen. Okay, everybody know Tim Allen. He's most famous for Tim the Toolman Taylor. He had a show called Home Improvement, and he was also Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story. So let's talk about this little scamp, shall we? Tim Allen, first of all, I have to tell you guys this. I wasn't going to, but I have to. I have to. His real name is Timothy Dick. And that's that's all I have to say. Timothy Dick. Actually, he, he did say that he started getting a good sense of humor when he was a kid because kids are mean and they would make fun of him relentlessly. So he started like becoming a little little comedian when he was being bullied, poor little guy. Okay, so back to the story. In 1978, Tim Allen was arrested at the Kalamazoo International Airport in Michigan for possession of over 650 grams, that's about a pound and a half, of cocaine. Yeah, dude was a drug trafficker, a drug dealer back in the day. Can you believe Can you believe? So let's go back a little bit. Okay. So when he was 11, his dad died, which is so, so sad and such a hard thing for a kid to go through. Later, his mom remarried and they moved across the country and he started a new life. And while he was going to school and all these things, he was struggling to make ends meet. And he eventually got into drug dealing. Let's go back to the scene of the crime. So where he was in Michigan. Michigan law had just changed, okay? It had barely changed to where if you had over 600 grams of any illegal substance, you could get up to life in prison, okay? And guess, remember how much he had? 650, so it's well over the limit, and he is about to get life in prison, you guys. Can you believe? But how does he get out of it? Well, I'm going to tell you, he charms the pants off of, not not literally, but he charms the judge so much, telling him that he is going to be a famous actor. And he just did this because he, he was like strapped for cash and like he wanted to go and like make a difference in people's lives, all of this stuff. And the judge was like, yeah, yeah, okay, I believe him. So then he just gave him seven years. But there was a catch. Tim Allen had to out everyone else in his drug ring. And you know what that Buzz Lightyear biatch did? He ratted on every single person in his drug ring. And the police were able to actually take 20 people from this ring to jail. Yeah, that's a lot of people. So anyway, he ended up only having to serve two and a half years because he brought so many other people. So this is kind of like a twofer. Like we're talking about crimes that celebrities committed and crimes that celebrities helped stop. And this story is a little bit of a twofer because he kind of did both. Did he have a huge brick of cocaine? Is it a brick? I actually don't know about drugs. Um, a bunch of, uh, yeah, a brick of cocaine. Is that a thing? Anyway, a bunch of cocaine in an airport trying to sell it to someone. Actually, the story is actually kind of funny because the the person that he was going to meet up with 
was an undercover cop, right? A narcotics officer. And so they were like doing the exchange, like putting it in the locker, all of that stuff. Tim Allen thought he had the bag secured, if you will. No pun intended, only maybe a little bit intended. And he was about to get $42,000 for this much cocaine. Uh, turns out cocaine is very lucrative. Um, yeah. Anyway, so he was about to get $42,000 and instead he got swarmed by cops. So that wasn't a good ending for him. But it actually kind of was the best ending possible because just 13 years after this happened, he was offered his own TV show. Okay, and this is after years of doing comedy at night and working at jobs during the odd jobs during the day and all of that stuff. But can you imagine? Like, so he did two and a half years in prison where he also attributes that he got really funny in jail because he would make the toughest guards laugh. Seems like hardship and comedy go hand in hand for Mr. Tim Allen. Anyway, sorry, back to back to where we were. It's only been like 13 years from that incident to having his own TV show. But then you have to factor in the two and a half years of jail or sorry, prison that he did. So it's like 10 years between that and that crazy, huh? That makes you think that makes you think. And you know, you might be somewhere you don't want to be now or times might be tough, but in 10 years you could have your own TV show. So like chin up buttercup. Oh, I can't see buttercup anymore because of that story. Oh, that but at least story with the first kiss. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. That is all about Tim Allen. Sorry, that was so scattered. My goodness. Let's go into a couple other stories. Just really quick. A couple other stories about celebrities helping the police. Okay. I've got some good ones for you. First up. Jamie Foxx in 2006 was walking down the street and he saw a car on fire and he noticed that a guy was in the car still. So he runs over all superhero like he punches out the window and he scoops up this man and pulls him out right as the car was engulfed in flames. So Jamie Foxx was like a real life superhero. Go Jamie. Also, Jamie, I'm so glad you're feeling better. He was he was in the hospital for quite some time for some unknown reason, but seems like he's getting through it. So good job. Good job, Jamie. Next story, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. In 2016, Ryan Reynolds helped the Canadian police search for a missing girl by posting a tweet with the girl's photo and information on his Twitter thread. It gained significant attention, which later led to the case being closed and the police being able to find her that is so wonderful so so wonderful next this one's funny to me sir ian mckellen in 2017 sir ian mckellen helped a british couple retrieve their stolen car by filming a video plea to the thieves to give it back and guess what it worked it worked as soon as that sucker video went viral the thieves returned the car. So snaps for Serene McKellen. That is wonderful. Okay. Now I've got another deeper dive, juicier story for you. Okay. This is about Ashton Kutcher and his involvement in the investigation of a serial killer known as the Hollywood Ripper. 
Okay, let's paint the scene, okay? It's 2001. Everyone is wearing bedazzles and jeans, okay? Ashton Kutcher is a rising star. He's becoming wildly popular through the TV show, That 70s Show. He's also got his own TV show, Punked. Do you guys remember Punked? Punked? Punked in some shows like it gives me the heebie-jeebies a little bit, like the willies. Like, oh, I just can't. Like, maybe 40% is actually funny, and the rest is just, just terrible to watch. I can't, I can't stand it. But anyway, so he has that TV show. He's doing some movies, signing up, and he is just like a Hollywood smoke show, okay? He has lots of dates. He's, you know, hanging out with lots of pretty ladies. And one pretty lady in particular is named Ashley Ellerin. Ashley and Ashton met at a party. And Ashton said, why don't you come to the Grammys after party with me? I don't know if it was after after party or like an after party. There's like too many. So I don't really know. But anyway, he was going to pick her up at 10 p.m. Okay, so it's like a little late date. So he gets to her house and he notices her car is in the driveway and that all the lights are on in the house. So he's like, great, I'm just going to knock on the door. We'll go to the party. And he knocks on the door and nobody answers nobody is there and he knocks and knocks and he's waiting and waiting nobody's there this was like before everybody had a cell phone so no cell phones were involved at the time and so he he just like looks through the window he sees what he thinks is spilled wine on the floor he's like okay what's going on he goes back to his house gives her a call she doesn't answer and then eventually he just calls it a night and goes to his apartment the next day on the news, he sees that she had been murdered that night. And the wine, what he thought was wine, was actually her blood. Isn't that just, oh, it's so awful. It just makes you just, just hurt and feel so sad for these people. It's like, let's, let's just, let's just take a minute for, for these victims, like especially Ashley, but the other, the other victims as well who were robbed or you know vandalized or whatever like I'm so sorry those are very real crimes that were committed against you and we're turning the podcast into it so I hope let's get into some lighter topics and we'll end with this one in 1999 Matthew McConaughey was arrested all right all right Matthew McConaughey was arrested what was he arrested for you may ask well he was in his home in Austin Texas and he was banging his bongos so loudly that his neighbors called a noise complaint on him. The police came into the home and found Matthew McConaughey playing the bongos as loud as he could, naked, and he was charged with possession of marijuana. So good old Matthew McConaughey getting down, playing his bongos. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Dumb Hot Mom. I hope you enjoyed it. Tune in next week where we are going to cover aliens and celebrities who have always believed in them and a bunch of other things that relate to pop culture including the movie et and i'm so excited for that one as well don't forget to rate review and subscribe leave me a wonderful little review if you would i'm a words of affirmation girly so i'd love to see it even if you have something constructive criticism to say like let me know i want to make this podcast something you never want to turn off so help me get there i would love your feedback thanks so much for listening don't forget to decide that you're hot and have an awesome week 